Chicago. This is your morning routine. Listen, respect my name. Cap and J Hood. That's right. That's right. We're bad. Uh, uh-huh. Watch the show on Twitch. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago. Stream the show on the ESPN Chicago app and on FM 100.3 HD2 and on ESPN 1000 Chicago. Now, no, 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 no. David Kaplan and Jonathan Hood. Good morning, everyone. Bring them out. Bring them out. Woo! Bring them out, bring them out. 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 Welcome in to the Captain J. Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000, and we're streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. With David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you. We got Shay, we got Jay Moore, we got you for a three-hour ride on this Friday morning. The weekend is here. We'll open phone line for you, 312-332-3776 is our phone number. And Cap, it's one thing to take a look at all the news channels and all the shows talking about what the Bears are going to do at one with the quarterback position. But what about to fill out the rest of the roster? One of the discussions we had in the 9 o'clock hour yesterday is talking about the culture around the Chicago Bears. It's one thing to say they got a good face. You know, you got Ryan Poles as the general manager, and there's Kevin Warren trying to build a new stadium or trying to uh, put the Bears in, in the best spot as far as, you know, the next generation of Bears fans. Is it going to be indoors? Is it going to be at Soldier Field? The point is, though, that there's movers and shakers at Lake Forest trying to figure out what's next for the Chicago Bears for the future. But I think that's one thing we had to talk about is not just what the Bears are going to do in the draft, but as far as filling out the rest of this roster. There's still holes on this roster. We're not just talking about a quarterback that's going to be the savior for this Bears team to get them in the Super Bowl next year. We're talking about is it's the draft, but also free agency. What are the Bears going to do to fill those holes? And you have an idea of a veteran presence that could be able to help this team right away in a position that we don't talk about at all on this team. Put a bib on, Yerk, because he's going to spit his coffee out. Carm, same thing. Again, let me preface this by saying you've got, um, when you redo a couple deals, which they're rumored they're going to do, you're going to have almost $90 in cap space. Mm -hmm. What position has been incredibly devalued in the NFL? The running back position. That's correct. The Bears are not good enough in the running back room. And stop with the Khalil Herbert and Roshan Johnson. They're okay. All right. I want, I sh- like I say to all the people out there about quarterback, I'm chasing greatness. Mm-hmm. That's the hashtag. Chasing greatness. I want to win. I want to win now. Not tomorrow. Not after breakfast. Now. Saquon Barkley. He just turned 27. He's reportedly said his top choice in free agency is the Houston Texans because he wants to work with a really good young quarterback. He likes D'Amico Ryans. Oh, hold on a second now. He wants to play on grass, not turf. Mm-hmm. He's not going to be tagged, it looks like, by the Giants. Joe Shane said with the money going up, that's their GM, that he would consider a second time the tag but that's not his preference. And if they can't get a deal done, if he loses him, he loses him. That guy's a beast. A beast. Can you imagine if I dropped Caleb Williams and Malik Neighbors or Roma Dunze along with an upgrade on my offensive line at center 
and I got Saquon Barkley in the backfield, and I'm only saying this on a short deal. I'm not giving him some massive Ezekiel Elliott contract, and if i got to outbid people, then I won't do it. But if the running back position has been devalued to the point where a talent like that is not being tagged, if I could get him $9 million a year for two years, and guarantee, I'll guarantee every dollar for you. Count me in. Count me in. Now, if the Giants were to um, exercise a second straight tag for Barkley, it would be in the area, in the neighborhood cap of $12.1 million. Correct. Now, again, it wouldn't be openly embraced possibly from Barkley from his standpoint because Barkley has been saying over the past 18 months that he doesn't want to be tagged. Correct. Now, he's a CAA guy, is Barkley. Yep. And That's, so. What is that called? Uh, what is it's creative artist? Is that what it's called? It's Ka. Ka. The Creative Artist Agency. They're, yes. the, they're, they're the Scott Boris of the other sports. Because. Yeah. Ed Berry is his agent. Yeah. At, at CAA. Yeah. And so. Uh, you know, the, he was talking about it at the Combine, Barry, because he's there looking at the next generation of, uh, of football players that's going to be in the NFL. And so think about that. A second straight tag will be 12.1. Now, I would ask, again, it's, these are, are professional players, guys that have skins in the wall. These guys have been productive, guys like uh, Saquon Barkley. Now, if the Bears could offer, say, for instance, it was 10, 11, 12 million dollars. What's it? So your ceiling is eight, you said, or nine? No, I said nine. Nine? If I could get him at nine, because they're not going to tag him at 12. 12 point, what did you say? 12.1? 12. 12.1 million. Okay. No running back last year signed a multi-year extension with more than 13.5 million guaranteed, while Barkley, Jacobs, and Tony Pollard were all stuck on franchise tags. So... Quasi Adolfo Mensa, the GM of the Vikings, said, I don't know that a few years ago I would have thought that the position didn't rise as much as other positions in the market. Just because they're a lower value position, the running back spot now, does not mean they don't provide a great impact to a team. And he's right. So the Colts gave Jonathan Taylor three years, 42, with 26.5 million guaranteed. Mm -hmm. I don't think you can get Saquon Barkley to take two or three years with 18 to 20 guaranteed. I don't because he thinks he's better than that guy, and he may be. But if the market has devalued to the point where everybody is saying, dude, you come in here, you can win. And beggars can't be choosers at that position now. Perfect example is with the Vikings, right? Right. No Dalvin Cook, but then you go with Alexander Madison, and he busted out. He had... What was it, Cap? Something like uh, oh, 700 yards, 13 games. And so, you know, looking at him, they thought, hey, you know what? We don't have Dalvin Cook here, but, you know, we could just fill the bill. And, again, you're looking to go through, you know, pay through the nose for that. Cook had a two-year, $7 million deal back in March of 2023. I mean, you're just trying to get any dollar you can at the running back position now. And it is a shame that it's devalued the way it is at this point in time, but this is what it is. Young, young running back, veteran uh, running back, you get it every dollar you can. If the Bears are off for him anywhere between 9 and $10 million, if I'm Saquon Barkley, I'd take it. You say he wants to play on natural grass? Well, we got an opportunity. They we got natural grass. Soldier feels much better than it was years past, isn't it? That wasn't even a storyline this past season. So Pro Football Focus is saying that Barkley was, is looking for three years, 
thirty-six million and twenty of it guaranteed. Yeah, no. I'm not going to no. that level. No. If he goes to Houston, good luck. But if I could get him, I'll guarantee you twenty million. I got nothing but money. Why do people care about the money? I get nothing but money. I got ninety million this year in cap space. You're telling me I can't give that guy ten a year? Ten a year for three years, and I'll guarantee twenty of it. I'm not yeah. going to twelve Did a year. Did you just say three for thirty? Wow, uh, three for twenty-seven, but I'm only guaranteeing twenty. I, think, I, I said eighteen. I'd go to twenty. I might vomit giving that breaking news update all over the microphone. You don't like it? No. I get. Listen, if you can get him for the David Montgomery contract, three for eighteen. I'd well, that's even, not happening. I'd even fully guarantee a three for eighteen. That's not happening. He's not doing that. Then so, I don't want Saquon Barkley. That, that, that would be nice. <laughs> that's for sure. That, I mean, that that Montgomery deal sounds good to me. I'd love to see that. As, as I mentioned to start with, it's a shame that the running back position has been devalued this way. But I mean, again, if you're Saquon Barkley, first of all, at his age, and he's he's going to be twenty eight next year. He's, he just turned 27. Just turned 27. Cap, I mean, how many good years does he have left? And we know the injury situation because we saw it ourselves against the Bears. Yeah, that was three or four years ago. Mm-hmm. So, Shay, you would have a problem give, guaranteeing him $20 bucks. Why? I don't want to guarantee a running back that kind of money. I think, and it's not that I think the position yeah, is devalued. Christian McCaffrey didn't have an impact on the 49ers. Well, I was just going to say, I think the gap between Christian McCaffrey and the second best running back in football is bigger than the gap between the second best and the 35th best. I Christian McCaffrey, I'd pay. But like Saquon Barkley, the Giants drafted him. What, are they, what have they done? Christian McCaffrey is one of one because he does multiple things. There's a huge gap between him and the next best. I would agree with that in that regard. Well, Barkley but, but, was on a horrible team this year. The Giants, okay, they always are horrible. Right. The Maras, the Tishes, okay. So in 2022, when that was a playoff team, yes, he had 295 carries for 1,312 yards. He averaged 4.4 yards a carry. He had 57 catches, 10 touchdowns total. I mean, this guy's a... He's a nice. He's a very good player. Yes, he's Cap. A freaking monster! Now, now, Imagine he, him with Caleb Williams, Dr- um, DJ Moore, Cole Komet, oh, and a top ten receiver. Yes. So Holy! My my stance on this is is that I would agree that the Bears needed upgrade in the running back room with a veteran in there. And I still believe in Roshan Johnson's ability to be the lead back at some point because he's just a kid, Cap. We haven't. We can't turn the corner on Roshan Johnson and just say he's just just a guy. I think he could really be something. I was excited about that pick, as a matter of fact, because I watched him a lot in Texas. Just doesn't show me the breakaway speed. But it's early. Speed is speed. You either got speed or you don't have speed. Okay. So that, so he's, he's a powerful guy. He's a great blocker as well. Good okay. running back. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, well, how would you know? How would you know? Well, did he have the lion's share of the of the uh, of the carries this year, where he was in a position with that offense? I mean, come on, Al. I mean, the the, run, the rushing yards went to Justin Fields. He ran with the football. When when does a running back really get the opportunity to really have a breakout game with the Bears if Justin has the ball in his hands a lot and he's trying to run for his life because of that inept offensive line, or holds the ball too long and has to have a jailbreak? 
All, all I'm saying is that I'm not giving up on Roshan Johnson. You talk all the time about not giving up on young players. I'm not giving up on Roshan Johnson. He, can, he fits on this roster. If you feel like you want to uh, upgrade from Khalil Herbert, I got no problem with or, or Dante Foreman, fine. But the thing is, though, is that there's other priorities on the football team, but trying to find a veteran, veteran running back, I got no problem with. I just don't know how much money you're willing to spend or how much money the Bears would be willing to stomach for someone like Saquon Barkley when so, you've got so, these other holes to fill. So over the cap is projecting the contract to be two years, $22 million, with 15 guaranteed. That's right in line with what I've been saying. I'd be I'd walk with you on this if I knew that the offensive line got better through the draft and free agency first. That that's going to get done. That's the their priority after Caleb. I'd walk with you if I knew. Make sure we know that Jalen Johnson is going to be short up, but also I would walk with you if I knew that the Bears had more on that defensive line to be able to get to the quarterback. It's good, but I want it to be excellent. So our friend Hawthorne Jim, Jim Miller, are you here on the odds couple with Carmen Northy? Great quarterback. The other one, the horse guy. Not the... Don't, t- don't do it. Don't don't do, not, don't the do white, it. not the quarterback. Don't, what, don't was I, what was I going to say? Portly. That's what, it was I coming was out. I was not going to say was, that. It was coming out. I would never say that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Wait just a second. Uh, he said, would Barkley really come to play his games at the field where he blew out his knee? That's a great question. It was years ago, you said. And it yeah, was. He got injured. I have his stats well, here. But like we said, like a, a better. 2020. It's a better soldier field today. Mm-hmm. That was not a talking point last year. That, that field was, was solid last year. Right. No divots. They might have played some high school football on there or maybe, uh, maybe some rugby, but it was fine for game day. That is for sure. So, I mean, like I said, I would walk with you if I knew that other positions were shored up and how much money would be left over. And, and I know, again, we hear about how the running back position cap has been devalued. And I do agree that there needs to be a veteran in that room, along with Roshan Johnson, who I really still am, am pretty high on. I think he, he, he fits on this team. But what about everything else as far as free agency is concerned? Again, we talk so much about Caleb Williams, but there's other holes in this football team because the Bears – it's more than just a quarterback. If the Bears are going to win, you need to be able to find veterans and young players that can uh, pay dividends for this team moving forward. So, uh, Shay, let's open the phone lines to talk about this. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776. I'll give my opinion. Other holes need to be filled before we even talk about Saquon Barkley or any running back. But Cap wants Saquon Barkley in free agency. Has he lost his mind? Or do you agree? And only at my price. Let's be clear here. I'm not breaking the bank. I got nothing but money. I got almost $90 million in cap space. And you, I don't know about you, but nut job answering the phones in there mm-hmm. would throw up if they signed him to the deal that I put out there. And you got nothing but money. And, oh, by the way, none of it's coming out of Shea's paycheck. Price went up. Yesterday's price is not today's price. Thank you, Fat Joe. We'll get to your phone calls on this momentarily. Cap and Jay Hood, weekday morning, 7 to 10. Wake up, wake up, wake up, it's wake up, wake up. Cap and Jay Hood are back. Oh, Cap, Jay Hood, big fan, man. Watch out, fellas. On Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago. 
It's the Captain J. Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. Don't forget, for our podcast, Captain J. Hood and all the podcasts on ESPN 1000, make sure you like, share, and subscribe to the podcasts that we have. And don't forget to download the ESPN Chicago app. It's housed in one spot. Everything you need and all the extra audio is right there on the ESPN Chicago app. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. So we open this morning not talking about Caleb Williams for once. We actually are talking about other needs on this Chicago Bears team. For the Bears to be great, Cap, for them to be able to excel, it's more than just whoever the quarterback is. It also matters about the infrastructure around the team. And we're talking about who you are, clearly defining who you are as a team, because that's still the jury's still out on that. I don't know what it, Chicago Bears football is under Matt Eberflus. Maybe it'll be more clearly defined uh, this upcoming season. But also, that depends on who you're bringing in, drafting free agency. And so, the free agency piece of this is, who's going to be the running back? You could be cool with Johnson and Herbert, but I do believe that there is a need for a veteran in there as well to help Caleb Williams or whoever the quarterback is going to be this upcoming season. I really, truly, in reference to how you're laying this out, believe this is a playoff team next year. And if they don't make the playoffs, it's a massive disappointment. So you're firing Eberflus? No, these guys play for him, man. Oh, okay. He's not my cup of tea in terms of the type of coach I'd hire. Uh Harry's a good person. Right. But I like, you know what I like. I like Dan Campbell, that style guy. Mm Mm-hmm. But the talent level on the team after this draft free agency and UDFA, undrafted free agent signing period, yeah, the talent level on this team is going to be markedly better. That's the hope. Like, That's the hope. Like year three, Jaquan Brisker should be in the Pro Bowl. Kyler Gordon should be a candidate to play in the Pro Bowl. Jalen Johnson is already an all-pro. Yeah, I like my linebackers. With the free agency money, the world should be your oyster as far as selections you want to make to improve the football team. Correct. I know we're hyper-focused on the draft a lot, and I get it because the Bears control the draft because of the number one pick cap. But I think on top of that, though, the money that the Bears have, you're not going to stow it away for, you know, for a rainy day. You're here to spend it. Not all of it, but the majority of it to get quality players. Right, and I don't want to make stupid signings, but again, only on my terms... If somebody's going to pay Saquon Barkley $36 million over three years, okay, see you later. Thanks. But if there is a scenario out there where I only have to guarantee 20 what do people care? It's not their money, and that guy's a beast. Now I've got, like the Giants, that's a bad situation. Okay. If I've got, sorry, Mike, mm-hmm. I've got Caleb Williams. Mm-hmm. I've got DJ Moore. I've got, we'll call him Malik Neighbors. I've got Cole Komet. Mm-hmm. I've got a pretty damn good offensive line when I address center. A little more depth. Is Saquon Barkley back there? With Roshan Johnson as his backup? Are you kidding? Dude. Oh, man, doctor. <laughs> I'm telling you, you can make a run now. Who, who's that? Is that Jim Miller that said, what, what if Saquon Barkley, would he be willing to come back to the scene of the crime? Yeah, Jim Miller, who said, <laughs> listening on the app as I drive to Minnesota to pick up my daughter from college, would Barkley really come back to play at the field where he blew out his knee? It's a great question. If I don't you, know. If uh, God forbid you've ever been in an accident and you 
you say, man, I remember that's where that accident happened. You're still going to drive past there if that's your route, right? You're not going to avoid it. Or will you avoid that street that you had that bad accident in because there's bad memories? Correct. I mean, so if you're Saquon Barkley, whether you are with the team or not with the team, you got to play at Soldier Field at some point. Well, did they, Again. Did he played here already, didn't he, since then, or no? I believe that's the case. I know he played against the Bears. Yes. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, could you imagine? Like, at some point, you got to come back here, whether you have a Bears uniform on or not. So, yeah, I would say that he, he would have no problem with it. All right. This play calls for you to run right. Nope. I blew my knee out over on the side. <laughs> run it left. <laughs> no, that's not how it goes. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776. Remind me to read you. Chris Sims did a deep film breakdown, and I like Chris a lot, uh, breakdown of Caleb Williams. So I'll read it to you. Did you break it down by having his shirt all the way to the top button, or was it a button open at the top of his, his uh, dress shirt? Uh, I think think it was one button undone. Thank God. Thank God. You talk about the difference between him and his dad. His dad's pretty direct, mm-hmm. but Chris is he's a wild Bronco, man. He is. He's, he gets loose. He's really good at his job, though. I enjoy him on TV. Let's go to the phone lines and talk to you. We will go to Carl and Dixon on Cap and J-Hood. Hey, Carl, good morning. Good morning, guys. So I just woke up to the stunning news today. I had a comment. Uh, a couple, couple little uh, remarks here. First thing that strikes me is if you're saying uh, a little comparison, do you think we should pay uh, Mark Andrews or George Kittle big money because of all the things Travis Kelsey has done with the Chiefs? And imagine since they're the second or third best tight end, imagine what they could do. I'd like to argue. I already have a pretty good tight end. Great, great. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, you stop smoking the hushies. The New York Giants have a better better O line than the Bears than we do, and he ain't done nothing with them. And Hold we've on. Got ain't done running, nothing got running for almost 1,400 yards. Going. If you look at what Jordan Howard has done, you look at what Jordan we Howard. have a great carousel of cheap running backs, and we've always been in top five of rushing. I'd rather take the money, invest into a good O-line that can open up big holes, and you can look at a sixth or seventh rounder and say, hey, fast guy, look, run through that hole and don't drop the ball. We are on the verge of building a top five, possibly top three or number one defense. When you invest money in Montez Sweat, why not keep investing to build around I've got Montez $90 million in, in cap space, Carl. That's great, and a lot of it's going to go to building an O-line that can support a rookie running back to gain – Get 1,200 all-purpose yards. We're going to have D.J. Moore, and we're going to have another uh, wide receiver that we're going to get in this year's draft. They're not going to be getting the ball because now we got to feed Saquon because we gave him all that money. We need to justify paying him. And now other teams are going to just double-team him. They're going to put a spy on him. So either we're paying him to not get the ball, or we're going to give him the ball all the time, and now D.J. Moore sitting there take running around. Take a breath, around, Carl. Take Carl. Everyone's got to Carl. Eat. Take, yes. take a breath, man. They just unrolled the sidewalks in Dixon. Jeez. Take a breath. Take a deep I breath. Love Dixon, Illinois. Yeah, my wife is from Dixon, Illinois. Yes. It's, it's a lot warmer than experiencing the Dixon, Wisconsin. Yes. Take a deep breath. You just said, and uh, thanks for your call. I, I think someone I think someone needs hashish. Holy smokes. Then Carl could use some. He just said, then they're going to spy on him and double team. Great. That means they can't double team DJ Moore and Malik Neighbors and Cole Komet. Somebody's going to be open. I'm not going to. I'm trying to build a great team. Yeah, I'm not going to let you disparage the good name of Cole Komet either. Exactly. What, what do you think? You just some backup tight end in the league? Right. That's a weird one. That was a weird shot that he took. <laughs> it's um, a, I ain't falling for no banana in my tailpipe. I understand that. Again, I'm saying 
He's probably going to get much bigger money somewhere else. But if, if, with the running market being devalued, I can get him because I've got so much cap space on a reasonably fair deal for a couple years, a guarantee of the 20. Count me in. I just need to know what else the Bears are going to do first, though. I mean, it's an idea, yes. But I'm very concerned about whoever's protecting the quarterback on that offensive line. Through the draft of free agency, that does matter. Mm-hmm. 312-332-ESPN is our telephone number. Craig and Norwich on ESPN 1000. Craig, good morning. Good morning, guys. Hey, so look, I, I'm, you know, I listen to you guys every day, and I'm just so tired of hearing about, you know, you guys are talking about running backs. Look, we got a GM out there who has repeatedly said he is going to rebuild the team through the draft, okay? And that's what he's been doing, okay? So forget Saquon Barkley, forget DeAndre Hopkins, right? We're going to rebuild the team through the draft. You don't need to sign a guy like that. You can look at the Denver Broncos from the 80s, okay? Terrell Davis, 1,500 yards a year, all right, for how many years? He leaves. Mike Anderson comes in. Nobody knows who this guy is. He runs for 1,000-plus, 1,500 yards a year. Mike Anderson leaves. Clinton Portis comes in. You build your line. The previous caller, I agree with the guy. I mean, maybe the hashish thing, you know, maybe it's just regular weed or whatever. But anyway, Damn. you guys, you guys, wow. you know, forget it. They're not, no, they're not going to do that. They're not going to do it, okay? So in the words of the famous David Kaplan from Man 1000, I have to borrow those words and say, Stop it. Stop. Hold, hold on, Craig. Stop. You're better than that. No, you're better than that. Hold Come on, on, Craig. Stop it. Craig, how did it work out when a team from San Francisco <laughs> gave up a ton of draft capital and paid for Christian McCaffrey? How'd that work out? It works out good, but but they're in a better position right now. You know, uh, Hoodie just said it. He's 100% right. Listen to the guy sitting next to you, man. We need a left tackle. We need a center. We need we need defensive end, pass rush, right? We need depth on everything, right? We don't need Saquon Barkley, who's, you know. No, he's a great running back. Don't get me wrong. We're not going there. We're not going there. We're, they're not going to do that. It, it, you know, it, you've been hearing this stuff for the last year. Come on. Come on, Cap, you're better than that. You'd, get, you'd be, you'd be so excited. Oh, my God. Well, I, I would say, Craig, that... Thanks, Craig. Love I, you. I think both things can be true. I think what will happen is is that, yes, you, you've heard polls a, a lot saying we are going to build through the draft, but he also sees the capital he has in free agency, and he's going to be able to spend the money and put uh, players in a position there as well. So he's actually going to do both. He has the opportunity to do both in that situation. Um so, uh, no, that, that's how I look at it. I, I still believe in the young running back that the Bears have. Because I do, I've always liked the idea, Cap, of thunder and lightning in your, in your backfield. Because you've got to have a change of pace. Everything cannot be a bruiser for three yards, a bruiser for three yards. You have to have your running back that can be flexible as well. The running back position is not what it was when we were kids. The running back position is that actual extra receiver if needed. In the flat, you need a couple of yards to be able to get a first down. Someone that's fast enough to be able to get that. So I like the dual combination, dual threat at the running back spot. Yeah. And again, I'm only doing it at reasonable glue. Period. Like if, it, if the deal works, he's like, you know what? They're doing something special over there. I want to be part of it. I'll pay you. I'm just not paying you at the top of the market. Not tying my hands. But he says, all right, I'm in. Let's do it. 
312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone. We're still to come. Some thoughts about C.J. Stroud and more of your thoughts on Cap's idea to sign Saquon Barkley. And we also have some updates on a couple of the quarterbacks and Marvin Harrison from the Combine. So I'll give you those when we come back. You're listening to the Cap and J. Hood Morning Show. Shot or no shot with Captain J. Hood on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. That's why I see him in the shot. Good morning and welcome in to the Captain J. Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app with David Kaplan and Jonathan Hood with you. Now time for Shot or No Shot and it's brought to you by... ESPN Bet now live in Illinois. Sign up today. New users get $100 in bonus bets with any sportsbook bet. We say good morning to Shea W. Norley. Good morning, boys, on a Friday. Combine Friday, quarterback speaking, and no oh boy. Caleb Williams scheduled to meet the media at the NFL Combine right now. I am looking on Twitter. I don't know that I've seen a press scrum this size. It is, we've been in that room. It is virtually wall to wall surrounding podium four waiting for Caleb Williams. The information uh, is, is that Caleb is supposed to be there. Now, of course, the media has fallen for the okie doke before. He has taken the podium. There is now photo of him on the podium in front of the microphone. So we will. Do our best to have some of that audio turned around for around the NFL. And what is he wearing? Is he in the no bull QB uh, fourteen? Yeah, yeah, the no bull NFL issued gear. That's the craziest thing about the combine to me is they reduce you to a position and a number. You are not Caleb Williams. You are QB fourteen. That's correct. You are not Dallas Turner. You are DE six. Like it's that's crazy to me. Because there are guys coming in and media that don't know what these guys look like with a helmet on. They do. They don't know what they look like walking down the hall. Shay, you and I, Hoodie was back at the hotel. You remember this. We were getting our credentials last year. We went and got Hoodie's credential. You were coming from a game. Do you remember we were walking? Who was walking next to us? Uh, it was Quentin Johnston, wasn't it? No, it was... Um, or no, Nolan Smith, Nolan the Eagles Smith linebacker. We the, saw Quentin Johnston, no, too. Nolan Smith from Georgia was the guy in the hall. There were like eight Georgia guys with him. He stopped everyone, and he said, Hey, people have it out for us. We're representing Georgia. Act right. I'm like, I want that kid. He's a leader. And everybody just followed along with him. And then we were walking, and who was the kid who went in the top ten? Uh, Dave, uh, not David Tyree. That's the receiver. The, 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 the D-end. Uh, Tyree, I can't think of his last. He was horrible. He was. Uh, Did he go to the Raiders, right? Yeah, and he had an awful season. He was doing sprints in the hallway of the convention center on the carpet. The Texas Tech kid, yeah. Yes. Tyree Wilson? Tyree Wilson. And Shay and I are walking. Hey, Tyree Wilson? Yep. He's doing sprints on the carpeting. Yeah. Like, it was, it was super cool, man. It was fun to be down there. In the uh, when you are a rookie or going to be a rookie in the NFL, you're just another guy, just in a jumpsuit. That's it. You're, they're special to you, but to the NFL, you're just a guy. What did Hampton say that when he got he was the fourth pick in the draft? He said, "I thought I could get cut in training camp." That's how naive he was mm-hmm. coming from Arkansas. And he said, "Buddy Ryan would not address him by name." He said, "You had 99 on tape on the top, like on the front of your helmet." And he, 99, you're not even going to make it out of training camp. You are awful. 
Just killing him. He's like, I thought I was getting cut. I called my mom and go, I think I might get cut. Here, the fourth pick overall. <laughs> my, how times have changed. Here's Shane Norling. Shane? All right, well, let's start with Caleb Williams. Some news uh, yesterday and this morning regarding the potential number one quarterback in the draft. He's not taking part in any of the combine medicals. It's believed he is the first combine invitee to go to Indianapolis and decline the medical evaluations. Shot or no shot? This is a red flag. No shot. He's providing the medicals. He's taking them for the teams that he's meeting with where he's going to go. He just doesn't want all 32 teams having his medical information. No problem. I got no issues with that whatsoever. Boy, these athletes and these and these um, agents and these representatives have gotten so smarter with this, haven't they, Cap? We're only going to talk to maybe four or five teams anyway. We know exactly where we're going. So why should I tell the Arizona Cardinals what my medicals are? Right. Why should they know my medical history? He's right. Kansas City Chiefs, why do they need to know? They don't. Why should they know that I have this or that? No. It, it is, It is to me, I don't know about you, it's just amazing to me how savvy these players and these um, these representatives have been over the years on how I'm not going to have our guy work out for you. We're not going to be in the combine like everybody else. If you think we're special, we'll show you how special you are. Take us to dinner or, or you come to his facility where he played college. Those things. Those things are so different than it was even 10 years ago. It's, it's, I mean, these are brands that say, you want me, you be on our turf, on our surface. So, Caleb Williams, this literally, Adam Johns just tweeted this two seconds. Caleb Williams said he will indeed do medicals with the teams that he makes visits to. Mm-hmm. So, they're going to get the medicals. He's just not doing it with all 32. Good for him. It's different. Definitely different. I'm telling you, my little Marvin Harrison bit about you could say all the same things about Caleb as you can about Marvin Harrison. Yep. Boy, does that come more true every day as he blew off media, wasn't at the Combine at all today, Marvin Harrison Jr. He's not going to do medicals at the Combine. He's not even there. God almighty. He's still a generational talent. (laughs) And he still will be taken high in the draft no matter what, right? And I know for some, you know how I know this? Because of our security guard, Mark, on the ground here that we see every morning. He's the best. He was telling me, just the other day, he's like, it's Marvin, you know, he's a Chicago guy through and through, Mark. Yeah, I can't I can't believe this, Hood. I can't believe it. It's Marvin Harrison. He's not going to go through the medicals. He's not going to do the workout. This ain't 1986, man. Like, like these guys are a brand. They're they'll empowered. Work out, they'll, work out for the t- they'll, they'll work out for the teams that they're going to possibly play for. Why would the Chiefs work him out? Why do they need to know all the information? Like, he's not going there. Correct. It's going to be one of the top five teams. And I also read that you know, five years from now, he gets traded or he's going to sign somewhere else as a free agent. They can then request baseline medicals and then do their own to have a comparison. But why do the Houston Texans need his medical file in their computer? They don't. It becomes, Shay, for some, a character flaw with some of these players, but it's not. It's just business. I just saw one NFL uh, beat guy put, Welcome to Gen Z in the NFL draft. Guy's not participating anymore. Okay. Because you you got nothing to cover. That's why. Cover everyone else. Make stories of everyone else that's there. How about that? Shay. All right. Some rumblings yesterday claimed there has been chatter about the Vikings being interested in trading for Justin Fields. 
the claim is the price would be higher for the Vikings to get Fields because it is an in-division trade. Uh, for me, honestly, this is kind of attractive. You get to play Justin Fields twice a season. Shot or no shot, the Bears should trade Fields in the division if they can. Who cares? Trade them wherever you get the best package back. What, are you afraid? Yes. Go buy a dog, like Stacy says. Who cares? I don't care if they trade him to the freaking Packers. Beat his ass if he's on another team. That's it. Period. I don't care. Give me the best package back. What am I getting? Oh, that's the best offer? Done. What would you like? Got anything in particular you'd like from the Vikings beside their draft picks? Any, any players of any distinction that you'd be interested in? Yeah, I'd take uh, Justin Jefferson mm-hmm. and TJ Hawkinson. <laughs> that's all? That's it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I would rather not see Justin Fields in the division, but, I mean, you get the best package. I totally understand that, that point of view. I just, uh, I'd rather, I mean, I'd rather him be in Atlanta and thrive, do a nice job there. Just, Pittsburgh. Just give me draft capital or mm-hmm. a really good young player. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Shay, no shot. All right, I have a question about the NFL offseason. It is totally dominated the conversation certainly in this city but anytime you turn on any sports station right now they're talking about the chicago bears the market for justin fields on espn right now Mm -hmm. they're talking about the number one pick in the draft it's all anybody's talking about it's virtually non-stop coverage combine draft free agency nfl offseason shot or no shot the nfl offseason has become the second biggest sport in america behind only actual football that's a no shot. It is. It's big. Mm-hmm. But I still think there are actual games that matter, whether that's college football, NBA playoff basketball. Oh, for heaven's sakes, clear it out, Harry. For God's sakes, <laughs> struggling in the 8 o'clock hour. What I would tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. What's that, Arnie? Sorry. God almighty. Yeah, no. It's big, but it's not the second biggest. No. Okay. I tell you, the NFL offseason is bigger than baseball. No, it's not. Hoodie? The NFL offseason is bigger than Major League Baseball. No, it's not. No, it's not. It is. It is not. Major League Baseball is going to be, a, I think, an $11 billion industry this year. Stop yourself. There'll be how many millions and millions of fans. Stop yourself now, with your football woody. Stop. Now, 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 here's the thing. I'm always the one that says I don't care who's watching as long as I'm, I'm entertained. Mm-hmm. I'm not into the numbers on the decline because there's streaming and there's regular television. That's how people consume sports. But I will say, Cap, think about all these shows here. After the Super Bowl, you think football's dead or not. The free agency and the speculation that's out there is, give, is putting up some big numbers. I'm not one that's always concerned about ratings, but I think that it is interesting that there's so many people are interested in the offseason. Kind of like the NBA. Well, a lot of people are into the NBA offseason more so than the actual finals because of all the conjecture and the lies and people clapping back on Instagram and all that kind of stuff. I'm just telling you, man, this, this NFL. I'm not saying it's not big. It's not bigger than baseball. Stop. Bigger than the World Series? No. How about bigger than the regular season in May? I'm just talking about the the baseball season. Yes. It is bigger than this. This is big right now, and then it dies out. And the, the average, like the diehards, I mean, he's a football maniac. But the, 
the average person. They go about their lives. They're not locked in on, I got to see what's going on at the Combine. No. I'm telling you, if you could ask 100 sports fans, would they rather pay it? You can only have one. Major League Baseball or the NFL offseason. You cannot pay attention to both. The majority would select the NFL offseason. What do you think of that? You, th- you agree? Uh, maybe. Put it, put it on the poll. at ESPN 1000, Shay. Shay, put it on the poll this time. Put it on the poll. NFL offseason, Major League Baseball. See how that comes back. Maybe it comes back. I don't know. I mean... In this city, you probably it, I think the NFL combine would win. We lose the, the in NFL this city, offseason. maybe. Yeah. Especially we have the number one pick. Yes. The NFL offseason for sure. But, I mean, I've told you before that if the Bears were picking 24th, I'd do this for a living. I'd want to know who we're getting at 24. If you think I'm locked in watching the NFL draft for hours and I want to know who the Texans took in the third round, I could care less. Baseball guys. I'm watching baseball. I understand. I understand. Got a long season. Got the NBA and NHL playoffs going on. Far more entertaining than draft night after the first round is over. Mm-hmm. I'm watching them all. I try, to, I try to consume it all. After I've watched so much college football, I am curious on where some of these players I've watched all season, where they fall. Like, for you, yeah. But for me, like, there's nothing more boring than day three of the NFL draft. Nothing more boring. How about that, Shay? Sacrilege. The Minnesota Vikings select center from Boise State, Bob Wilson. Who gives a f- Good luck, oh, Bob. Careful. I hope you have a good career. <laughs> I could care less. <laughs> it's already oh, late April, early May. I'm going to watch baseball, the NBA and NHL playoffs, and I'm going to get outside. I am not. I'm happy for the Wilson family out in Pocatello. Great. Am I watching that locked in? Hell no, I'm not Shay Norling. Shay. What about if it's Flip Wilson? Will you be happy for his family? I was a fan. Go ahead, Geraldine. I was just going to say, what was the name of the character? Geraldine. You got it. Shay? All right, very quickly, uh, another another high-profile draft prospect has officially gone pro. Caitlin Clark announced on social media yesterday she will enter the WNBA draft. Shot or no shot? The Chicago Sky need to trade up from three to get Caitlin Clark in Chicago. Yeah, that, that's a shot. I would love to see that. Um, Caitlin Clark, I know that was a bombshell on social media to find out that she's not staying an extra year at Iowa. She is the most popular player uh, in the state of Iowa, most popular player in college, uh, women's college basketball. And right there in the team photo of all of college basketball, quite frankly, as far as her popularity is concerned. But, Cap, you know what's interesting is is that Caitlin Clark, who well, I've read several places, she's making in excess of $900,000 in NIL money and endorsements and everything else. So she's damn near a millionaire. She probably has the best house in the state of Iowa. Yes. I'm thinking. She's not on campus in a dorm, you know, in a one-bedroom. She probably has the best house in Iowa. And so having said that, I look at her, Cap, and I think that she is a top-five attraction uh, – a top 10 attraction in all the sports, but definitely top five when it comes to uh, college basketball, without question. Well, the, the shot or no shot question, though, is should they trade up? Yes. Yeah, that's a shot. Absolutely. Because if she ended up on the sky. Oh, my God. And if Caleb Williams ends up on the Bears, give me in order the five most exciting athletes in Chicago sports. Caleb, Bedard, Caitlin Clark, Luis Robert. And, again, it, the Cubs have to emerge with someone. Oh, Pete Crow. 
No. <laughs> Caitlin Clark is probably number three. If they yeah. made a trade, yeah. she's probably the third most exciting, recognizable athlete in the city. And as, a, as of late, Kobe White. Or DJ Moore. Yeah. As, yeah. Of, as of late, like Kobe White, because he's... Like Caitlin Clark, yeah. if you're an advertiser, yeah. you're one of our partners here. Well, that's the hope. Hi, I'm Keith Williams from ESPN 1000, the market manager. We have Caitlin Clark on our stage. In! I mean, who wouldn't want her repping your product? So, the budgets are through the roof. Or Caitlin Clark. Shay. Great question in our Twitch chat. You can, you can also always watch us on YouTube on the ESPN Chicago page. One of the Twitchers, shot or no shot, Caitlin Clark more important to the WNBA than Caleb the NFL? No shot because the NFL is king. Stop. Okay, now let's not go crazy. Yeah, but I think the angle would be Caleb's not going to grow the NFL. Caitlin Clark will explode the WNBA. There's no question about that. Her and Aaliyah Boston on the Indiana Fever, they should sell out that field house every night and sell out arenas around the league every night. When they come to Wintrust, oh, my God, I'm going to be there. Oveda, need a ticket. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be there. Those two, oh, my God, Cap. And the, and the WNBA needs a little bit of a shot in the arm. Caitlin Clark there. And by the way, doesn't necessarily mean that she's going to score 30 points a game in that league. Not right away. She's fantastic, but... Anescu struggled when she first got into the league. Sabrina. Yeah. Yeah. So Yeah, it's not I don't think like it's not like Caitlin Clark's gonna be a bigger star than Caleb Williams. No one's saying that. Right. But I think she would be more important to her league than Caleb would to the NFL, which is saying something because I think Caleb could be extremely important to the NFL if he is the Patrick Mahomes type he's billed as. It's a great question on Twitch. And that's very good. That's it's well very well said. Coming up, we will go around the NFL. Caleb Williams at the Combine. We'll get to that. Also, Jesse Rogers with the latest in the Cubs and the Sox. Cap and J-Hood. Weekday morning, 7 to 10. Cap and J-Hood are back. I want to thank both you guys, man, for the great season of Bears information. And I just want to say I appreciate you guys. And I love the show. On Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. Nick Foles sucks. He sucks. I'm just a fan. I'm not a football evaluator. I love the Green Bay Packers. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. I want winners. He starts to come and he pulls out. This is a really... Thickly built guy. I mean, what's the answer you're looking for on these things here? Time to go around the National Football League on the Cap and Jay Hood Morning Show. Hoodie. I know it's the NFL segment. I'll hand it off to Snorling in a moment. Sure. Okay. Do you realize? Start reading all the stuff coming out about Caleb this morning. Do you realize how blessed we are that he's going to be ours? Get on freaking board. Chase greatness. Stop being ridiculous. Settling. Being mediocre. That kid's a beast. We're blessed. The football gods have finally blessed us. And we got people in town. Ooh, can we trade the pick? Can we get more? You're out of your mind. Here's Shane Norland. Don't pop a vessel. I'm a little concerned about you right now. Start reading this stuff about competing. You have any questions for the Bears? Yeah. Do you want to win? You're damn right we want to win. It's time. Let's go. Here's Shay Norling. Shay? 
bunch of yep. maniacs in this town. Uh, Jay Moore and I have been pouring over some of the sound and the clips going up on social media from Caleb Williams, who is currently meeting the media in Indianapolis. There's a lot here. Jay Moore, what do we got? Uh, this is why he uh, says he's not throwing at the combine today. Not doing things. Uh, it was a decision by me and my team, my family. Um, and it comes down to that. And then from there. The type of player he will be uh, when drafted. I'd say uh, player impression that they be getting. A uh, person that cares for his teammates. Um, some of y'all may have seen, some of y'all may have not. Um, I try to take care of all my guys. Uh, no matter if he's been fourth on the depth chart or you know, you're, the, you're the star player. Um, so I care for my teammates. And then the other part of them, my, my fierce competitors, you may have seen after you know some games. Surprise, surprise. His feelings? <laughs> oh, my God, what a shock. Hold on now. Hang on. Very similar. Go ahead. His feelings on if he's drafted by the Bears. The Bears are, was an 8-9 team last year, um, I believe. And, uh, 7-10, sorry. And, and um, you know, it's, that's pretty good for a team that has the first pick. Um, and, and they got a good defense. And they got good players on offense. Um, and, and, you know, it's, it's pretty exciting you know, if you can go into a situation like that. But anyway. <laughs> he also said, Jay Moore, your first thing was why he wasn't throwing, right? Not Correct. Things. Uh, it was a decision by me and my team, my family. Um, and it comes down to that. He also then went on to say, go ahead and watch real live ball with me. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> if we could, if we could get Caleb Williams to give us a happy Chinooka, I think that 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 would bring the city of Chicago together around this guy. That'd be amazing. <laughs> Thoughts of Caleb Williams on playing for Washington. You know, it's it's like I've said before, it's familiar. It's it's, it's hometown, um, as everybody knows, and uh, you know, it'd be it'd be really cool to, to be back there and, and, and experience that. Um, the, the meeting went really well. Um, and, and um, you know, being around those, you know, everybody was in the room. So being around everybody, um, you know, just getting getting the taste of you know how they are, who they are, because like you said, everything's new. Happy Chinooka. Funky <laughs> Robinson. <laughs> I'm just telling you, man. Uh, I, does that sound like a guy who'd be stoked to play for Washington? To no. You? Talking about familiarity, like. I feel like that's not where he wants to be. He no. wants to be here. And he did say, they said, what about all the bad quarterback play Chicago's had? I don't compare myself to other guys. I rewrite history. I'm not surprise, playing surprise. for the money. I'm playing to be immortal. Now, be he, immortal in this town. He did compare himself to another guy when they asked him about his uh, size and his height, which has been a big point I'm, of debate. It's the first time I'm hearing about my height and size. Um, you know, I'm around Aaron Rodgers' size and, and maybe weight, too. Uh, 215, uh, 220, and 6162. Around Aaron Rodgers' size. Surprise, surprise. Smokey Williams? This oh. is Smokey Robinson. <laughs> Caleb Robinson. Which one are we going to go with? Caleb Robinson. <laughs> you know, now see, this is when it, go, when it gets too detailed and too deep, Cap. His height and size. What have we heard? Height and size now. Colors his nails. Too emotional with his mom. Didn't play well against Notre Dame. Listen, all you can say whatever you'd like, but you should also add in there that he is a winner. 
and the top of his field at the quarterback position at this point in time today. And we've been we're getting blessed. Yes. We're getting blessed. We're we, It's been so long and we're going to get this kid. And there are actually people in this town that can we please trade the pick? Stop. Please stop. Just stop. So based on what you heard there, what did you think of the leadership or the uh, the thoughts from Caleb Williams? I he, he said, they asked him if he was going to be afraid to be, that you might not go number one, I guess maybe in reference to what you were talking about, the Orlovsky and the Riddick. He said, no, I don't have a plan B. Like, he knows, yes. man. Yes. Uh, uh, this guy is a beast. Bring it on. Let's go. Get to Chicago. Let's get to work. The Bears are, was an 8-9 team last year, um, I believe, and uh, seven, and, 7 and 10, sorry, and, and um, you know, it's that's pretty good for a team that has the first pick. Um, and, and they got a good defense, and they got good players on offense. Um, and, and, you know, it's, it's pretty exciting, you know, if you can go into a situation like that. Surprise, surprise. Thank you, Smokey. <laughs> Courtney Cronin just posted this. What does Caleb Williams want to know more about the Bears as he meets with them extensively at his Pro Day Top 30 visit? Do you want to win? The last question then asked to him was, has the Bears told you they are taking you with the top pick? He laughed and walked out. <laughs> that's a yes. Can't say it. That, that feels like that's the rare situation where if it's not a, a hell no, it's a hell yes. Yeah, that's that's it. He didn't go, no, they haven't told me that. He just went out. Yeah. He should have said. But anyway. And just kept moving. That's what he should have said. He should have said, happy Chinooka. Yeah. Happy Chinooka. It is astounding to me, though. Like, Cap, you mentioned it, obviously, to start the segment. I thought you were going to give yourself a stroke. We're very happy that you're okay. Yep. Uh-huh. Um it's astounding that, right. like, if we teleported to a year ago and had told people after you made the DJ Moore trade that the number one pick would be Caleb Williams, I think people in this town would have been falling over themselves for it. And That's now correct. we're here, and, like, half the fans feel like it's the worst thing that could happen. Well, that's just, it's just some of the fans. And, again, that is not knowing what a quarterback looks like. And, by the way, we haven't seen one in a long time. And as I've been saying a lot here on the show, there are some that feel, hey, we know who Justin Fields is. We, this guy can further develop his opportunity with this Bears team and be a, a better quarterback than what we've seen. They don't want to change. And then some, like our friends like Lance Briggs and some that played the game said, oh, a rookie in here with these veterans, like a lamb to slaughter. He's going to have a – it's going to be a huge learning curve. Why, by the way, it will be. Hopefully the learning curve is not that steep for Caleb Williams or whoever the quarterback is for the Chicago Bears coming up. Jesse Rogers with the latest on the Cubs and Sox and everything else MLB. That's coming up next on the Cap'n J-Hood Morning Show.